Well, hello, hello, you beautiful bastards. How are you doing? How are you doing? You know who this is. This is S. Anthony Thomas. And what is it you're listening to? This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast and Milestone Alert. This is episode number two, zero, zero, episode number 200 of the S. Anthony Says Podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Episode number two, zero, zero. It's amazing, man. I never really thought about getting to episode number 200 when I started doing this. Never crossed my mind. All I would ever hear from people about is if you do more than seven podcasts, then that means you're a real podcaster because the average person actually pod fades, meaning stopping their podcast production after seven episodes or so. That's the average. And that's, I guess that's true. I don't know. I never really mean, quite frankly, I don't care if somebody stops their podcast. That's their business. And if they have something more important to do and it's not their thing, fine. No big deal. But this is episode number 200. And I've been doing this for quite a while now. And it's really weird, man, when you start to do something for a long period of time. And you don't realize that milestones are coming up. You know, you ever, you know, you're 21 years old and the next thing you know, you just go, you put your head down, you, you finish up your college. If you go to college or you start your new job, you start doing all this other kind of crap. You meet a, meet a significant other, you start dating and all of that crap. And you look up and all of a sudden you're 28 years old and you realize, Oh, a milestone's coming up. You're about to hit the big three. Or the big a four O, or the big whatever O, or the big one with two O's behind it. You know what I mean? These things are just kind of creep up on you, and you don't realize what's going on. It's amazing how crap creeps up on you, and you don't even know what's going on. You don't even know what the hell's happening. All of a sudden, something happened, a big change happened to you, and you don't even know how it happened. I bet some of you probably don't even know how you got married. <laughs> All I know is I was out on a date with Margaret and she said, hey, look over there. I felt a sharp pain in my neck. I woke up in the hospital and we were married. I mean, I mean, I don't know exactly how it happened. Bill, maybe you shouldn't be telling people that story. I don't know. I mean, I I, I mean, I don't even understand what happened. I mean, you know, you were telling me a story about how you were a um, world class blow dart champion. And wait a second. <laughs> you know. It's really weird how milestones creep up on you, man. You, you look at your younger relatives, man, and it's really weird when, you know, you see people that whose diapers you change, you know, that all of a sudden they're driving up to your house with their kids. You know what I mean? It's just real weird how time passes. Because I started doing this in October of 2013, and now we're obviously, this, this episode will be coming out February 1st, um, 2016. And it's really weird, man. It's just, you know... 200 it's just you know and the funny thing about it is about a half of the audience that i have right now a little less than half of the audience that i had right now uh are people that have been listening to this podcast that probably i think you probably have heard the all the other 199 or most of them and the other half of the audience is people that came on during this past year you know you know so you know you came in you know 148 149 somewhere around there you know, so you've been listening for a while, too. And there's always like, fortunately, there's always new people coming along. Episode 200. And, you know, I was thinking about doing one of those clip shows, you know, putting putting together in the top five clips that's, uh, 
your top five most recommended clips. The here are the clips of segments from shows that uh, that you requested and you request. But the people, but the truth is that you know, do people do people mention that uh, clips that they like? Yes. Do people say, "Hey, I like that segment about yes." Hey, I like that. Yes, they do. Of course, they do. You know, they write about that kind of stuff. Uh, by the way, the email is the S. Anthony says podcast at gmail dot com. I know a lot of you know it, but I forgot. I've been I've been forgetting to say it. <laughs> and I've been getting direct message. Um, we would like to email you at the show, man, but we don't know what your email address is. And I said it's a little more efficient, uh, since you all listen to this, to actually tell you that the you know what the email address is here rather than uh, you know answer all the direct messages. So, but the thing is. I didn't want to do a clip show, man. I, I even put a poll up. Hey, clip show, clip show. And I thought about it. It's like, <sighs> I don't want to do a clip show. You know, maybe I'll do a clip show on that one on, on episode 300. But I don't want to do that crap right now. I don't want to do that. You know, I just want to talk to you about regular stuff. You know, I mean, I, I acknowledge this is episode 200 and I'm happy that it that that um, I'm still doing it. I'm happy that there's more people listening to it. I really, really appreciate you guys. You know, all the retweets and reblogs. I re- really appreciate my hashtag Pottern family because my hashtag Pottern family. If you go to the, if you go to a, uh, actually it's on Facebook too, by the way, but, but uh, I think the Genesis is on Twitter. If you go to Twitter and look up the hashtag potter and family you hear you know a bunch of great people that have been you know have great podcasts as well um who are reblogging and reposting each other's podcasts because you want to you know spread the word and spread the pod love around so i want to thank you guys also you've been a really big help um robin slim you bastards i want to thank you guys for having me on your show i really really appreciate it you know um um, and then hopefully at some point I'll be able to actually uh, get back over near, near where you guys are and actually be on the show live. We'll, we'll talk about that at some other time. Got a lot of crap I got to do. Episode 200. Hmm. I remember when I started doing this, I would watch, I would look at the other podcasts that I listened to, you know, and I have some other friends that are doing podcasts too, but they do more of an interview podcast. So they do a whole bunch of different episodes during the course of the week. Sometimes every day, some people do three times a week. So they're on episode 475, 442, whatever. But at once a week, I'm at episode 200, 200, unbelievable. I didn't realize it was happening. I, I, I'm, and I'm not even kidding about it. I didn't really feel like episode 200 was coming up until I got to, to like 195. Then I went, oh my God, five weeks from now, I mean, man. It reminded me of the first time I got in shape when I was in LA and I didn't even realize I was in shape. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy thing to say, but it's the truth. It's a crazy thing to say, but it's the truth. You know, I've been, I was, uh, this is when I was living with a girlfriend and this was, I wasn't even going to the gym at, the, at that point because we lived far away from the gym, even though, uh, you know, I could have gotten in the gym, but I was just so tired when I came back. I just didn't feel like working out because I had to get up early in the morning to walk for an hour just to get to a bus that would not take another hour to get to the job I wanted to work to. So I was working as fast and as hard as I can five days a week working at that job, you know, doing some push ups and stuff at home. Didn't really think about it. 
And it's really weird that you don't notice that you gotten in shape when you were heavy your entire life at that point. You didn't, you're not realizing that you were in shape. I didn't realize I had gotten in shape. I, I literally had no idea. So I get out of the shower one morning and I'm brushing my teeth. And I spit the toothpaste off and rinsing out the mouth. And gargling, gargling, spit it over. You know, take the towel off, wipe, you know, put it around your head. And, and I shave my head now, but back then I, I let my hair grow. I was drying my hair, and then I looked in the I looked in the mirror, and it was really because I had had some of the towel was still around my face, and I was you know you dry your head and your face, and the towel was kind of wrapped around your neck, and maybe just like your eyes and a piece of your nose is out. And I looked down, and even then I looked at the body in the mirror, and yes, I'm the only one in the bathroom. There's no one else in the bathroom. She's still asleep. I'm the only one in the bathroom. Obviously, it was me in the mirror. But for some reason, even though it was me looking at me in the mirror, I couldn't believe that that was me. I couldn't. I was like, that's me. And I even had to take the towel off and look at myself and I saw the face and I looked down and I saw the the six pack and the double pack and the triple pack and the double abs and the obliques and all of that crap and a little line that goes to the thing there and the shoulders and the arms and the the triceps and biceps and the traps and delts and all of that crap. And I'm going, this is the body that when I was getting taunted as a child, when I was treated like crap as a kid. When I would have girls, you're kind of cute, but you're kind of fat. But if you weren't, you're you're handsome. But you know, it's like you're kind of fat. If you, I mean, if you still had that face, but you weren't so fat. If you, but I like your personality, and you're cute, but you're fat, and you big, 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 and all of that crap. And all of a sudden, that's the body that I. You know, when you sit at home and a girl tells you she thinks you're cute, but you're too fat, or you're funny, but you're too fat. You do fat, fat compliment comma too fat whatever the compliment was which when the comma is placed after the compliment and the two fats on the other side of that then there's a period and then they walk away because you're too fat when all of that crap happens everything before the commas complete bullshit even if it's true it's bullshit because it's not enough to get the comma and the too fat out of there damn it and you're laying on the bed you're not crying but okay you're crying a little bit the tear doesn't okay the tear gets to the point where you get the water in the eyes but it doesn't actually run down your face because you won't let it that's why you're laying down and that's also why you have a towel on your face because then you can lie that you weren't crying the towel's wet from sweat when you know damn well you weren't sweating (laughs) 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 and now all of a sudden you know, because you're laying there and you're thinking about the body you wish you had. And you believed them when they told you you were handsome and you were cute and you were funny and charming, but you're too fat. You compliment, comma, too fat. You believed them. And you imagine what you would be. What, what kind of body would I have? If I had a six pack and a triple pack and a double pack and a quadriceps and the triceps and the biceps and the delts and the quads and the this and all of that and the glutes and the this and the this and the double six pack and double and I had all of that crap plus being cute and funny and charming like they keep saying before the comma and the too fat everything would be cool but when you get compliment comma too fat 
after a while, man, you just kind of become resigned uh, to the all the stuff on the right side of the comma. You don't worry about the compliments. All you know about is the comma too fat. When you imagine. Fast forward a decade. Now you're standing there in your in your early 20s, early to mid 20s. You're looking in the mirror and you have the body that that kid really wished he had. And now you got it. And it don't, and you just, it's really weird. You're just sitting there going, look at this, man. Turn around, look at your own naked ass in the mirror, like, good God, I got a nice ass, man. Turn around and look at your magnificent junk. It's like, I already had that, but nobody wasn't going to go near that because of the fat that was around it, the bastards. Look at the chest, the double six pack and triple pack and double a double quadruple pack and delts and quads and glutes and all of that crap and you're looking good yeah but you didn't even know that didn't happen you didn't even enjoy the journey of getting there you were just so busy walking to work and doing your push-ups and your crutches because it became part of the routine you didn't even know that you had that body under there you had no idea your girlfriend didn't even tell you. She was too busy banging your brains out and hiding you from her friends because she damn sure didn't want her friends seeing that crap and taking a run at your magnificent double six pack and double crap. Especially since she was on the phone and you heard her bragging about all the good stuff you do. Oh, yeah. But I didn't enjoy the process of getting in that kind of shape. Didn't enjoy the process. It just kind of happened. It just kind of crept up on me. And the next thing I know, old Jed's a millionaire. Ken folks said, Jed, move away from there. Said California. Why did I, why am I singing that song? It doesn't apply here. Back to the story. But in a way, the podcast was kind of like that too. It kind of, the number kind of crept up on me. But the difference was, unlike Unlike working out me, the like long walking, push up, doing crunch, doing me, I didn't realize I was getting in shape. But when I did the podcast, when I'm doing this now that I'm on episode number two hundred, I enjoyed this process, man. This was a whole different thing. Because unlike that, when I did the whole thing with the with the podcasting, when I did this thing here, it was all about. You know, people from different countries saying good stuff, meeting great people, you know, awesome people that I get to meet, people writing nice stuff, you know, people thinking it's funny. Me enjoying myself while I'm doing it. You know, if you hear me laughing on the podcast, it's a genuine one. I'm not I'm not one of those. I have the worst fake laugh in history. <laughs> it's like it's like. It's like, I, I, I swear I tried. I tried. I, I go on some, I remember I was on some radio show someplace promoting some show and the host was, there's funny, there's not funny. And then there's a funny vacuum where it's like, it's so unbelievably not funny that it kind of sucks the energy. It, so the guy goes, another thing, wacky, wacky quote. <laughs> and we're all like, <laughs> you know. But I've enjoyed this process, man. I've enjoyed every second of this, man. Even from the first one when I didn't have any idea what the hell I was doing. First couple episodes of this podcast, you know what it was? Stand up routines. 
stand-up routines that I had cut out of my act for time, <laughs> right? The long version of stand-up routines that I had cut out of my old act because I didn't have time to put them in or, or because I only wanted to do a 75-minute show and I had 127 minutes of material. And I was like, I'm going to put it either in a vault <coughs> or put it in a damn podcast. But then I started learning how to do it. Started learning how to edit the podcast. I started learning how to modulate my voice and I started getting better equipment and I started having fun with it and I started getting feedback from my beautiful bastards and my Pottern family, even though at the time it wasn't called Pottern family. <coughs> it was just cool ass podcasters. I've enjoyed the process. It's been great. You know, 200 episodes it means 200 separate occasions that I put out ideas to my beautiful bastards and it's been great you know so if you're hearing this especially if you're hearing this on February 1st or the week of February 1st before episode 201 comes out well you know what I'm not even going to put a qualifier on it if you hear this at all even if this is years in the future and you're going back through the catalog and listening to what this jackass sounded like you know in the past if you did that, if you're doing, if you're doing that, if you're hearing this at all, you know, just know that the guy whose voice you're hearing really appreciates it. Cause I do just know that the little fat kid who was comma compliment, comma, too fat appreciates it too. He exists inside the magnificent, incredible frame that I am now. Ha ha ha. So I appreciate you. And I want to thank you for everything. It means a lot. Now back to more stupid ass stories. Anyway. <laughs> now today is Sunday. It's around. It's 11 something at night. And I didn't have a weekend at all. Oh no. No weekend for me at all. You didn't have a weekend either did you. If you're on the east coast. Why? Because your days were thrown off by the freaking snow. You never really have a weekend anyway, if you really think about it. I mean, do you really have a weekend? Huh? If you got kids, if you got a really labor intensive job, do you really have a weekend? No, you don't. Weekends are complete horse crap. And that's why I hate going shopping on weekends. I hate running any kind of errand of any kind on weekends. And I really wish I oh, listen, Bernie and Hillary. Yes, would I love there to be universal health care for everyone? Of course I would. Would I love everybody to be able to go to college? Yeah, I would like that. Would I love this, that, and all the good crap that either one of you says? I would like that. But if you really want my vote, damn it, you have to get in the office and you have to use your executive order to make it illegal to have people ask you to do stupid crap on the weekends. No errands on the weekends. None, none, none. Because I don't like when somebody F's up my weekend because they didn't do some crap they were supposed to do and they come and they use my compassion to make me do crap with them when there's crap they should have done themselves with the punk asses bothering me with your dumbass errands why would you want somebody to do errands on a weekend in the first place that's just plain old-fashioned evil you gotta know as soon as you make that phone call you're just screwing that person immediately 
As soon as you make that phone call, you've ruined that person's weekend. Because nobody ever, let me ask you a question. How many times has someone ever called you to help them out to do an errand on the weekend and it was an errand that only took 15 minutes? Hmm? Of course not. They wouldn't call you for something that short because they wouldn't need your help with anything that short. Know what they call you for? They want to move. They want to move some some furniture out of their house. They want you to help them put together some Kia furniture. In fact, they want you to go to Kia with them, pick out the furniture, take it back home and then put it together. Yeah, I said it. That's just plain old fashioned evil, because the only time you really have a real weekend is Saturday. Everybody goes, well, don't you, don't you? Oh, I love TGIF. Thank God it's Friday, because right after I get off of work, right after you get off of work, nothing. I don't even want to hear that crap. When you get off of work, you're not party bill yet. No, you're not. You're not party bill yet. Cut the crap. Party bill does not arrive until Saturday at about four o'clock. Until then, you're still nine to five bill. You're nine to five bill all night Friday. Why? Even if you go out to the party, you're still kind of wrecked from work. You're not at 100% yet. You're still mad at your boss. You go out to a party, you're sitting at the party with your buddies or you're with your girlfriend. And what's the first thing you talk about? Do you talk about how great this club is? How great this thing is? No, no, no. What do you talk about? That guy that works a real jerk off, man. I had the quarterly reports and the double reports and, the, and that bastard gave me, I can't even stand his ass. I'm the, I don't even know why I should be managing the place. He don't even do anything. He comes in and he punches his clock. In, and then he goes out and he does this bit and because that's what it starts to sound like after a while you know damn well that's the truth you know that's what you start to sound like you're still nine to five bill sorry party bill hasn't shown up yet it's not saturday at four yet oh no Oh, I'm talking about you too, Stacy. Oh, and I'm Party Stacy. You're not Party Stacy. Party Stacy doesn't show up till Saturday at four, and she shows up in the same car as Party Bill. Both of you stink until then. You're nine to five versions of yourself. Well, if how come we're still the nine to five? I mean, if if your theory is true, then that means that at night, after we come back from work. Okay, what that means is that we're still the early, we're still the the the, the, the version of ourselves that's at work. Okay, I'll give you that. Okay, I give you that. When I come home, and we go, we go out to the bar, and the first thing we do, we don't even really worry about dancing. We don't really dance that much. We just sit there and we complain about how what how much of an asshole our boss is. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll admit to that. But Saturday morning, when I wake up, really. So the first thing you do Saturday morning is get up and party. No, you don't. You know what you do Saturday morning when you get up? You sit around the table, you pay your bills, you do laundry, and you wash your kids. Cut the crap. You're still nine to five version of yourself. It's not party bill. It's not party Stacy yet. Oh, no, it's not. No. Then four o'clock comes around. And here he comes. Oh, here she comes. Party Bill and Party Stacy have arrived. Oh, yeah. 
Now you got your sister. It's her turn to watch the kids because you watched her little punk ass kids last weekend. And now you get to go out and jam. Oh, yeah. Party Stacy has arrived. Party Bill has arrived. And you go out and you party. You go out. You have a great time at the beach. You have a great time all day at the beach. Oh, yeah. And it starts to get dark and you start a bonfire. Oh, yeah. And everybody's running around. You're drinking. You're singing songs and all of that crap. And it's great. And Party Bill and Party Stacy are there. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the greatest. You start singing. You're drinking. You're singing songs. And then all of a sudden, Party Bill and Party Stacy go someplace to party. Oh, yeah. And you know exactly where Party Bill and Party Stacy go. <laughs> Bang City. But if you really think about it, really think about it logically, how long does Party Bill and Party Stacy actually stay around? Hmm? I mean, they show up Saturday at four. But how long do they stay? Hmm? <laughs> not long because the second you wake up on Sunday, you look around and you realize, wait a second, something's missing. And you know what that something that's missing is party bill and party. Stacy have left the building. Why? Cause you're not going to do anything on Sunday. That's when you go and pick up your punk ass kids that you left with your friend who traded babysitting with you. Now you got to Maybe you're a Christian. You take them to church. If you're not a religious person, it doesn't really matter. Cause you promised your little punk ass kids. You were going to take them to Dairy Queen. We want to get some ice cream. <laughs> and you know, party bill and party Stacy are not going to be around to hang out with your kids at the freaking Dairy Queen. Oh, hell no. They ain't gonna hang around for that crap you know that party bill and party stacy are someplace laughing at you look at them we show up just to get it on and party and these losers have to watch the kids and go to work <laughs> see you next weekend see you next weekend oh no i'm sorry that's right next weekend you have to watch your sister's kids <laughs> see you in two weeks jackasses so you really only have that one day of the weekend, that little chunk of time, four o'clock in the afternoon to about one o'clock in the morning, maybe two o'clock in the morning at the most. And all of a sudden, nine to five, Bill and Stacy show back up and the party's over. Oh, no. That holds true for everybody. That holds true for every single stinking body. Party S shows up. He's only here for a short period of time. Then he disappears. And all of a sudden, I got to do all sorts of crap I don't want to do. And I made a decision. I, 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 when, I, when, I, when I talked to you, uh, I think it was either last episode or the episode before last. I don't remember. Shut up. You know what I'm saying. And I talked about the weight loss and all of that kind of crap. You know what I realized, my friends? I realized... You know, it's not if you're going to improve your life, don't just necessarily focus on one tiny little sliver of it. You got to improve all of that crap. You know, you could be in the best shape of your life because when I was in L.A., I was in the best shape I had ever been in my life. I was literally in about as good a physical condition, shape and health as it was, it was possible for me to be in. But my relationships sucked. My career sucked. 
So what good is it looking the best you're going to look having a body you've always dreamed about when your relationships suck and your career sucks? What good is it? And I realized I got to You got to if you're going to fix it, it's like anything else, man. If you got a, a flat tire on your car, you know, but you also have. You know what, transmissions that's busted up. You know, you got structural damage and all of that crap. You got, you can't go, I'm just going to fix the tire. That'll be good enough, right? <laughs> no, you got to fix all of that crap. You got to get the crack out the windshield too, damn it. And I realize it's not just enough to get to lose the certain amount of weight that I told you I wanted to lose. Yes, I'm going to do that. That's a goal and I'm going to stick to it. And also the stand up crap. I'm definitely going to do that. I've done it before. Not a big deal, but also. You got to fix the other stuff, too. And that's what I'm talking about. You got to fix the other stuff, too. You know, and I realized one of my biggest problems was procrastination. And procrastination sucks. Because the thing was, what happens? I have a mighty Toyota Camry, and I'm going. I'm taking a bunch of people shopping at the same time in the mighty Toyota Camry. And when you take a bunch of people shopping in the mighty Toyota Camry, even though the mighty Toyota Camry has a has a decent amount of space in the trunk, it's still only a mighty Toyota Camry. So we're always sitting there and everybody's piling all of that crap. And because we're all going to the same supermarket, of course, all the, the shopping bags look exactly the same. So <laughs> it's not like people wind up with the wrong stuff at different houses. And then all of a sudden is, uh, well, I left my eggs over at Frank's house and I left my cake over there. Well, the baby's having a birthday party and the birthday cake's over there. Yes, and you're the only one whose car is working right now. So maybe you can go over and get that because, I mean, you wouldn't want the baby to start crying. Well, you wouldn't want my eggs to go bad, would you? Or you wouldn't want to get the big, and you wouldn't want all of that crap. And it happens all the time. Everybody's bags get mixed up, including mine. I'm sitting down. I'm ready. Let me get my DiGiorno pizza ready for this AFC championship game. And I don't have anywhere the hell is my pizza's at. And I didn't buy any eggs. And I damn sure didn't buy any damn tampons. I don't use them. The hell is this crap? I got the wrong bag. Of course, it's the person that lives the furthest away, so you got to put that crap back in the car and drive over there, and then they ate some of your damn DiGiorno pizza. I'm like, you didn't buy any DiGiorno pizza. Oh, I wasn't thinking. Uh, no, you weren't thinking either. You rotten motherfucker. <laughs> so what I started to do, I was like, the reason I, the reason I was having a lot of problems was I realize I'm going by the store on a regular basis. When I go from point A to point B, I always go by that store and I go by that store. And my first thought is, you know, I need some dinner meats. I really need some dinner meats. I should I should get in there and get some dinner meats. That's what I need. Dinner meats. I need dinner meats, but I don't get it. And then drive by, you know, I could really use some milk. I could really use some this. I could really use some that. And all these times I go by the store during the course of the week and I realized you dumb bastard. Why don't you just get that shit when you're going by the store in the first place? So Monday I go in and I get the dinner meats. Tuesday I go in and get the breakfast cereal. 
Wednesday, I go in and get the lunch soups. Thursday, I don't go in and get the orange juices and crap. Friday, I go in there and I get dessert and snacks. Saturday, I don't go in there because Party S was here and Party S decided he wanted to go to Bang City. And then Sunday rolls around. And now when I go with the relatives to go shopping, I ain't got to get nothing but a newspaper. And all of a sudden, the trip's not so bad. Why? Because when I went to the supermarket during the week, it was damn not nobody in there. I was able to just go and get all the crap that I wanted to get, get that crap, put it in the cart, take that crap from the cart, put it in the trunk, and then go home. And then when I took those suckers to show shopping on Sunday, they had to go into the supermarket and deal with jackasses and stand in line and all of that crap. And I had to do none of that crap, and I loved every second of it. It was beautiful. And the only reason that I was having major problems, the only reason that my Sundays were sucking so bad when I went shopping was because during the week when I wanted, when I had the time to just stop in the store and grab the dinner meats and the snacks and the juice and the sodas and all of that crap, I procrastinated. I waited until the last minute. I didn't get it done and I made my Sundays horrible. But not this Sunday. Oh no, this Sunday was great. I sat in the car. I read the newspaper. Oh yeah. And I looked in the rearview mirror and I could see them coming out angry about stuff that happened in the supermarket that will no longer happen to me because I will not be on the supermarket on a Sunday. Oh no. They didn't even know where I was in the parking lot and I didn't notice them, really notice them at first because keeping me company was party S. He came in, he goes, you know, normally I'm not here on a Sunday. And the only reason I don't come and hang out with you on a Sunday, regular S, is because you normally have a bunch of relatives with you or you're in the supermarket complaining like a punk about being in the supermarket, but you seem to be in a pretty good mood. And I said, yes, party S, I'm actually in a good mood today, my friend. What do I have to thank for you showing up right now to keep me company. And he said, um, it would have to be that sharp blow to the head last week. And I would say, yes, I need to get that checked out. <laughs> okay, that part didn't happen. <laughs> well, that's really, really weird. He's like, I, I, I got this, uh, that's one of my problems is procrastinate. I mean, I, don't, I know everybody kind of procrastinates a little bit, but man, ooh, it was bad with me, man. It was bad with me. Had a bad habit of putting crap off. That's how I got fat in the first place. I thought it was a, I don't have any glandular problems. And I even knew what I had to do to get in shape before I got in shape. In fact, a lot of times I would actually work out Monday and Tuesday and go, eh, you know, I don't got to work out Wednesday. I said, really, you know, you, when you work out, you really need to take a day off. You know what I mean? Because you, if, because you, if you work out too much, you get burned out. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, I mean, I worked out Monday and Tuesday. I mean, the week's got seven days in it. I'm ahead of the game because a lot of people tell you to work out Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Well, I already worked out Monday and Tuesday. So technically, you know, I don't have to work out Wednesday, right? Because I already worked out Monday and Tuesday. So I'm just going to take Wednesday and Wednesday will be a day off. And then Thursday rolls around. And if I wasn't a procrastinator, I would get right back up on the horse and I'd work out Thursday and Friday. But no, 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 no. I'm still a little sore from Wednesday. I mean, that was an off day, but I'm still a little sore, so I probably should wait till Friday to work out. <laughs> Friday would come around, well, I'm a little busy. I would work out, but I, you know, I mean, I mean, uh, this desk that's already straightened up isn't going to mess itself up and then straighten itself up by itself. 
because <laughs> I'm definitely not doing this to keep from having to work out again. <laughs> and then six months goes by and you haven't done crap. And then you start complaining, I gained seven pounds, but that's all right. I already, I mean, I worked out two times six months ago. I mean, I, I'm sure that some of the effects of working out those two days in a row six months ago, I'm sure some, I'm sure some of that is carried over. Even though all all scientific research would say the contrary, I think I'm a unique case. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to set up an arbitrary date in the near future and pretend like I'm going to work out starting on that date. <laughs> but since I'm going to start working out on that date, I mean, I already know that the date is, you know, it's going to be it's going to be April 2nd, uh, 2014. So this is what I'm going to start what I'm going to do now. Since since I know that that's the date that I'm going to work out and since I'm going to start eating clean and working out hard on that day, it really doesn't matter what I eat this week. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter what I eat this week. I mean, because starting next week, I'll be working out so I can pretty much eat whatever I want right now. So I'm going to go to I'm going to go to Burger King and, and get me something because I haven't been to Burger King in a while. You know, and I mean, I mean, this is this is this is kind of like my junk food bachelor party. You know what I mean? I'm going to do this. And then because, like I said, on that particular date, I'm going to be eating, you know, eating diet ice cubes and eating the diet oxygen and all of that crap. So I might as well just go and I, hello. Burger King, can I help you? As a matter of fact, you can't help me. What is the thing? Is there anything in here that's so fattening that's just not even on the menu? Yes, we have the, what we have is a quintuple whopper. I, I would like to have that with quintuple cheese on that as well. You fat bastard, huh? I didn't say anything. I, uh, guys, I just called him a fat bastard. Could you do me a favor? Could you tell Bill, the general manager, that the mute button is not working? Yeah, because I really, I really enjoyed, I mean, he, yeah, I, seriously, I mean, I mean, I didn't even, you have to be a real fat bastard to even know about the special burgers that are extra fat that we don't even sell to normal people, that we just sell to fat bastards. They actually have to ask for it by name because of the rule. But yeah, we're not even really a Burger King. We just put that on the outside because we just, <laughs> it, okay, I mean, we talked to this fat bastard. Uh, your mute button is still not working. Uh, yeah, I know, but I've already insulted you. So I, what's going to do? Uh, it's going to be worse. I mean, I'm the one that touches your food. It doesn't really matter if, if you know, you overhear something. Okay, you have any shakes? We have a quintuple shake. Oh, I would like to have that. And do you have any pies that are so fat that it's embarrassing? You, you actually have to wrap them in special, you know, put a paper bag around them because the person eating the pie would be embarrassed to be seen eating the pie. Yes, we have that. I would like that as well. And you sit there and you eat that crap and you know damn well you don't need to be eating that crap. You know you shouldn't be eating it. I remember one time, and this is the honest to goodness truth, and I did episodes before and I told you about the smashed cupcakes that I ate and some other kind of stuff. And I, I don't remember if, if I told you about the times that I was dealing with this girl and I was, you know, I promised her that I would, I'm going to lose weight and all of that crap. And, oh, it was so embarrassing. It's you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna uh, fuck it. I'm saying it. What the hell do I care? What difference does it make? I told you enough embarrassing shit about myself. What difference does it make now? So, <laughs> just ah, oh, jeez, oh god. Okay, I think we. <sighs> In all seriousness, you know, never, never mind. Never mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking say it. I don't care. I was, I was literally while I was sitting here contemplating whether or not to talk about this. I was literally thinking, you know. I can just edit all of these pauses out and then it will be no, no hint. Uh, <laughs> there would be, there would be no evidence that I actually talked about, um, 
what I'm actually going to talk about now because I did something similar when I was a kid, but it's more embarrassing as an adult. And I did it. There's two things, and they were really embarrassing, both of them. But what the hell? I talk about everything else. I'll do. I'll, I'll finish the Burger King thing first, and then I'll talk about um, this thing that I'm still considering just chopping out. If you hear it, it meant I decided, fuck it, I'm going to let it go through. But all right, here we go. All right. So the Burger King thing, I was joking about the burger. It was it, it, actually, it just turns out it wasn't even really a Burger King. I just happened to think of Burger King because I saw a Burger King commercial. This was some local joint, and the drive through window was not even like, it was just like an actual window. You know, it wasn't like a speaker thing, but it was whatever. Anyway, so I get this hamburger. It was I forgot the name of the hamburger. It was named after whatever the damn restaurant was and it did have five patties in it and four slices of cheese in it and it did have these little pies that they made that was a signature pie of this particular restaurant or whatever the hell it was you know and i get the crap and i knew that i was going to be having i knew that the diet was coming up i knew that the diet was coming up and i really did have what i liked what i called at the time a junk food bachelor party i buy this burger and the thing about it is the burger if you eat this burger they shouldn't even sell anything else with this particular hamburger because this particular hamburger was horrible for you. The simple fact that they actually had the balls, the ovaries to sell fries and a big soda with this burger. They should be they literally should have police bust into that restaurant and arrest them for culinary assault. OK. And speaking of salt, they gave you too many salt packets for the fries. <coughs> so I buy this crap and I was so ashamed of myself. I didn't even take it back home to eat it. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't even want anybody to see the bags in the car. I didn't even want that crap. So I pull off into the parking lot of the of the, the it might not even have been their parking lot, but who cares? Nobody was going to say anything. I pull over and I eat the damn hamburger. <clears throat> this will show you how dumb it is when you're eating stuff you know you're not supposed to be eating. First of all, as soon as I saw the hamburger, I knew there was no way in hell I was going to be able to comfortably finish the damn hamburger. No way. You know, when 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 the hamburger is big enough where you have where like your hands, you have to stretch your hands to hold it and push it and crush it down to bite it. The hamburger's too damn big. Keep in mind, there were also fries and a soda with this crap. So I begin eating the damn hamburger and eating the fries and drinking from the big ass soda. And I'm hiding like a friggin' I'm hiding like I'm hiding from the cops after a bank robbery eating this damn hamburger because I was so embarrassed about eating it because it was my junk food bachelor party. Embarrassing. But that's not the worst. The worst was the crap that I was hesitating to talk about. <laughs> Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Um, ah, oh, jeez. All right. New York City. Getting it on with an older girlfriend. Now, normally when I would say getting it on with an older and old girlfriend, I would I would you know try to add a little, like joke it up a little bit. Like, That's right. I was with this older woman. And I'm like, So I go up to New York and I'm doing comedy clubs and stuff in New York. I'm getting it on with this older lady because I could. 
And, you know, I'm taking her to Bang City on a regular basis because I'm S. Anthony. And this is just... When I finished taking her to Bang City and she would be knocked out. She made... She was one of those fitness ladies, okay? And she was like, you really need to work out. You're so cute. And I'll work out with you. And I'll, you know, you can use my trainer too. And all of that crap. And I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Hmm. Now. <laughs> oh, this is so embarrassing. Um, Gorgeous woman. Taking her to Bang City. In the beginning of Bang City trips, I would be just thinking about how great she was and how great she looks. In the middle of a Bang City trip, I was already plotting the food I was going to eat after I knocked her out. Part of the reason she was getting such a vigorous trip to Bang City was because of my skills. But the other part was I knew I could put her unconscious from happiness because mm-hmm. I mean let's be honest she was with me and also that was kind of what she did after you know, after you know boom boom jiggity boom boom jiggity biggie she went right into quadruple mega rem sleep you know what I'm saying he was out and I knew that and she made me promise I need you to work you're going to work out with me we're going to eat healthy we're going to become a quadruple vegan which means we're going to actually we're going to do nothing we're going to we're going to boil air and, and eat it and that's all we're going to have <laughs> so i mean it's embarrassing enough that i'm i'm with this gorgeous woman i'm i'm taking her to bang city right in the middle of bang city Beginning and join the Bang City. In the middle of the Bang City trip, I'm plotting what I'm going to eat after she's knocked out. And then I go back to thinking about her until everything finishes up. She's down there. And I'm like, ha And I pick up the phone. And I make a look at her. Look at her. She's really sleeping. I'm like, she's really sleeping. I'm going to go touch her titty. Okay, she's really asleep. Okay, now I'm going to touch her titty. Not just to see if she was asleep, but because I like touching her titties. Okay, <laughs> let me touch her one more time. Titties. Oh, God, I love those titties. <clears throat> anyway, <laughs> and I order a pizza and I turn the ringer off on the phone, but it still had the blinking lights. And I knew nobody else was going to call. The only person that would call would be the pizza place. And then the, the blinking light, I pick it up. Oh, uh, yes, Leo, Steve Thomas, and the, the, you on the fourth floor, I'm looking for Mr. Thomas. Yeah, that's me. Okay, we have your, uh, we have your double cheese, quadruple cheese, double cheese, cheese, cheesy, cheese, cheese with fried cheese on it. Yeah, I'll be out in a minute. Okay, it'll be $12. Okay, that's good. Okay, you want me to come up? No, I want you to stay down there. Okay, no problem, I'll be down here. <laughs> and I ease up. Mm, 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 mm. Had these big ass 
please don't kill me in my house locks on the door because she's living in Manhattan. I'm trying to open the freaking things, which is not a big deal when you're not trying to wake the person up. And even though I'm pretty sure she's not going to wake up because after she be boom, boom, jiggity, boom, da, boom, jiggy, jiggy, she goes passes right out to sleep. In fact, I walk back over and I squeeze her butt just to make sure that she's asleep. Let me see me squeeze her butt to make sure she's asleep. Okay, she's asleep. I'm not sure she's really asleep. I need to squeeze her butt one more time just to make sure she's asleep. Look at that butt. Good Lord. Okay, that's enough. Let me squeeze the titty one more time. Ha, ha, ha. And then I go to the door and I'm moving those please don't kill us while we sleep locks. All 40 of them. Open the door up and I'm going, I'm listening going, I'm like, oh God, I should have WD-40 this crap. And I go downstairs and, hey, we doing this? Is that my double cheese, quadruple cheese, incredible cheese, quadruple double cheese with double cheese on top of the cheesy cheese? That's exactly what it was. And it's also a double side order of double cheese, cheesy cheese juice with double cheese, quadruple cheese, cheesy, cheesy cheese. All right, fantastic. Here's the $12. Here's another two. Well, thanks a lot, sir. Don't thank me too loud. And I head upstairs with it, and I'm eating some of the double quadruple cheesy with the triple cheesy and the sometimes cheesy and the side cheesy with the middle cheesy and sometimes quadruple fried cheesy, cheesy cheese, and drinking a cheesy shake with the cheesiness with a straw made out of string cheese and a cup made out of double guacamole cheese because they want to make sure everything is edible. In fact, the bag is made out of quadruple double stringy cheese cheese, and I'm eating it. When I walk up the steps, I open up the door, and she's still asleep. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I got my ear to the tell. And this is embarrassing. I'm sitting there eating my quadruple cheese and double cheese and triple cheesy cheese, 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 cheese. I got my ear to the damn television. I can't even see what's on the television because my ears to the television and I can't even see what's on the television. Sometimes I'll sit back and look at what's on the television, but I want to keep the sound down so I don't wake her up until I finish eating my double cheese, triple cheese, quadruple cheesy, cheese, cheese, cheese. And I can't, and they didn't have any closed caption on the TV and I couldn't, I don't want to try to read lips in an action film so i put my ear back to the thing and i'm finishing up my triple cheesy with a quadruple cheesy cheese 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 cheesy cheese cheese i roll the bags up i put the bags in the trash actually what i do is i take trash out of the trash can put the bag with the double cheesy cheese double cheese 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 remnants with the triple cheese cheese cheesy cheese at the bottom of the bag and put the trash back into the bag so even if she takes off the lid and looks in the trash she will not see the bag with the triple cheesy cheese 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 and the double cheesy cheese 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 Cheese. Think about that. I'm on top of a beautiful woman taking her to Bang City, and 20 minutes in, I'm going, man, this is great. You know what's even better? Not only am I getting on with this hot woman, but about 25 minutes more of taking her to Bang City, she's going to be completely unconscious. And I'm going to get me a big double with cheesy cheese cheese with a cheesy cheese with a double cheesy sauce with a cheesy dipping sauce with a double cheesy cheese 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 with a cheesy cheese cheese cheese. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. But now I realize that uh, I can't do that anymore. Not only because you shouldn't be doing that stuff in the first place. Oh, by the way, for, for those of you that are wondering, did she ever find out that you were eating the double cheese cheesy with the cheese, 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 and the triple cheese, 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 cheese while she was asleep? And the answer to your question is no. She never found that out. Of course, I found out that she was also 
taking other dudes to Bang City, and it really hurt my feeling till I realized you know, I was lucky to be able to get it. I mean, I'm 20 years old, and a 29-year-old smoking hot woman, you know. Besides, I cheated on her anyway. She was cheating on me with some dude from Wall Street. Either that or she was cheating on some dude from Wall Street with me. I don't, who cares? All I needed to know was I rented a doctor real quick. And even though I wore a condom, I made sure that I did not have any diseases. But when she goes, I'm so sorry that I was on the phone, you know, because I mean, I mean, we really, really never said anything about being exclusive or anything like that. And in the back of my mind, I'm going, I'm really upset with you that you would do that to me. I'm upset that you would do that to me. I'm really upset. And while she's sitting there crying and saying she's so sorry and hugging me, I'm thinking, I wish she'd stop crying and get out of here because I already ordered a quadruple cheesy cheese cheesy with a cheese cheese cheesy cheese cheese with a dipping sauce of cheese and the side order of cheese with cheesy cheesy cheesiness and cheesy. And then she left and I ate the cheesy, cheesy, cheesy to answer your question. <laughs> but I realized it, man, it's like a, I just want to make everything better, man. Everything, everything better. You know, when I look at episode 200, which is what this one is, I ask myself the question is, what do you want to do for the next 200 episodes or the next 100 episodes? And I have an idea. I'm not going to tell you right now, but I think you'll like it. But when I look back on those on those arbitrary dates I used to put down, I'm going to lose weight by this particular time. And I always procrastinated and made stupid decisions and all of that kind of crap. I can feel now at 47 years old. I mean, if you, people that meet me, because I just shaved my head and face, people that meet me don't believe I'm 47. I don't look 47. I don't sound 47. I know that. But I know that I am 47. And I know that I've messed around a little bit too much in certain areas. I let myself gain some extra weight and I'm going to get rid of it permanently this time. You know, and I let my stand up slip a little bit because I was doing some other things for other people. And now I'm going to go back to doing performing for me and writing for me. And you, of course. I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. You know, I'm not putting shit off anymore. I'm getting tired. I, I I'm not putting off anything anymore, man. If I see something I need to do, I'm just going to jump on top of it immediately. You know? I'm not going to procrastinate anymore. I mean, if I really think about it, when I was with that girl and all that kind of stuff, you know, I realized that that relationship itself was kind of procrastination because I should have ended it because I kind of knew what she was doing. I was just happy to be getting it on with her because she was smoking hot and I wanted to give it to her real good, you know, in the parlance of a ch of a person as, as old as I was at that time. I was just happy to be getting something from her because of what she looked like. And I knew that re it wasn't relationship wasn't going anywhere, but I had the best of both worlds, I thought, in my mind. I nailed this hot babe on a regular basis in this nice-ass apartment, you know, I get to eat my double cheesy cheese with the cheese, cheese, cheesy, cheese, 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 cheese. And I knew she was going to break up with me at some point. I didn't give a shit. I was just scraping the bottom of that yogurt cup for the last little remnants of a sweet 29 year old ass that I could scrape up and go before she got rid of me. And also the place where I got the double cheesy cheese with the cheese, cheese, cheesy, cheese, 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 cheese was near her house. And once I was no longer staying at her house and giving it to her real good and 
I wouldn't I mean they don't they don't deliver the double cheese cheese with the cheese 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 and cheese 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 back to Philadelphia where I was living at the time. I really think about it when I think back at those moments. I I what did I like more? Getting it on with the smoking hot twenty eight year old who was a dancer when she was in high school or the double cheese with the cheesy cheese 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 the cheese cheese cheese. And I realized I didn't have to decide because during that whole time period, I was getting both of them. Oh, yeah. But I tell you one thing, my friends. <clears throat> the S machine will no longer do any kind of procrastination, my friends. If I need to get something done, damn it, I'm going to jump right on top of it and take care of business. Like the next time I start nailing a hot 28 year old, I'm going to say, listen, honey, <coughs> let's get naked and sit it together and eat some double cheese with a triple cheesy cheese, cheese, cheese with the sauce of the cheese, cheese, cheesy, cheesy, cheesiness. And she's going to say, I'm only banging you because you're rich and old, because by then, hopefully I'll be rich. I'll definitely be old, but then I'll be rich. And she says, I, she'll probably go, you're rich and famous at this point, And I hope that happens. And I'm only nailing you because you're kind of cute and you got money. So we can do whatever you want with the cheesy, cheese, cheese, cheesy, cheese. And I'm going to say, you know what? I can't believe you admit that you're nailing me because I'm rich and old, which I hope I will be at by that point. And I'm going to say, you know what? I'm okay with it. Now take off your clothes and let's eat this cheesy, cheesy, cheese to cheese, cheese, cheese. So I made a decision, my friends. No more procrastination, man. And I would say starting tomorrow, but it's actually 12, 13 in the morning. So technically it starts right now. Oh, yeah. Well, folks. This has been episode number 200 of the S. Anthony Says podcast. I want to thank you very, very much for spending this time with me. I'm going to consider this just like a special milestone episode. And, you know, I guess technically um, all the, you know, all the, it'll it'll begin anew and fresh and new next week, which obviously will be the 8th of February. But I just wanted, to, once again, I just wanted to say, man, I just, I, I, you know, like I said, that 200 episodes, man, a, a bunch of people listening to me, you know, for 200 episodes, man, it, it means a lot. Um, and I appreciate it. Special shout out to, uh, long time beautiful bastards at Twitter Hero. Thank you. I really appreciate you, my brother, you fencing bastard. Um, once again, Robin Slim, thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it. I had a great time. Really fast, 25 minutes we spent together. I really appreciated my brothers. And, of course, my hashtag, Pottern Family. Thank you very, very much for, you know, all the retweets and the reblogs and all that kind of stuff. Now, around the world, you weird bastards, you beautiful, beautiful bastards. Australia, thank you. Canada, thank you. UK, thank you. United States of America, home of the SFA Says Podcast. Thank you very, very much. Follow me on Twitter. Where you say? At s anthony thomas that is the twitter for me moi the guy you're listening to right now and the podcast has its own twitter page where is it well as a matter of fact i'll tell you where it is it's at s anthony says if you love this podcast if you're listening to it on itunes do me a huge favor 
go to the iTunes crap where you give ratings. Give this give this show a five star rating if you love it. Tell your friends. Whatever podcatcher you're listening to this thing on, give it a good rating. Give it a thumbs up or whatever high rating you can if you love it. And tell friends. Um, the email address, once again, the S. Anthony says podcast at gmail.com. Much love to everybody. Thank you for 200 episodes of wonderfulness because you guys have been great to me. And I will see you next week. You know what I'm going to say right now. I've been saying it for a while. I know you're listening to this in your car. I know you're listening to this on the treadmill. I know you're listening to this walking down the street. Come on. You can say it with me on three, one, two, three. S. Anthony out. <laughs>